Well, well, well. Beautiful people. Best damn nation. It is Wednesday. And you know what time it is. It is the best damn wrestling podcast. I'm your humble host, Brian Renegade. And with me, I have the best damn crew. Uh, starting at the top. He is the Sultan of Spices. Senor Fuego himself. We know and love him as Chef. Showtime. What's that, the Chef? Well, yeah, everybody. How you guys doing today? Oh, man. Uh, blessed and highly favored, as I always say, and as the old folks say, man. Uh, glad to have you back on the on the show, Chef. The fans was missing you. They was asking where Chef was. Now nah, here he go. <laughs> Good to have you back in the mix, my friend. Now we can have uh, some some proper debates with you and Nell Peasy. You know what I'm saying? He ain't gonna say it, but he missed. It. He missed you. He ain't gonna tell you, but he missed you. <laughs> Oh man. Uh next we have Mr. Boots to Ashes. Uh we call him uh Johnny Two Belts. <laughs> he got two of them things. Uh the resident wrestler of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. He's your mama's favorite wrestler, and he can whoop your daddy ass, Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews. <laughs> what up, what up, what up, what up? Yo, let me tell y'all something. I might be Mr. Everything, two belts right now, but after this weekend, you're going to call me Mr. Everything, cashing all the belts. I'm taking all the belts this Friday, me and Gunner going head-to-head for the SEC Heavyweight Championship, and I'm sitting that man packing with nothing in his bag. What up? Nothing what but socks and draws. <laughs> man, that's my butt, butt cheeks and elbows. <laughs> oh man, socks and drawers, butt cheeks and elbows, man. Uh, we uh, we ready to, for you to go ahead and take all three of them, all three of the belts. All three of them, three of them, three of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, glad to have you on the show, Mister Everything. Uh, and next, we have the resident villain of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. The dawn of the wrestling podcast. We also call him the genie of the best damn wrestling podcast. The Renaissance man himself. LP is in the building. What's going on, everybody? <clears throat> well, get that frog out your throat. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, man? Hopefully everybody doing good. Oh, man, we doing all right, man. Can't call it LPZ. Oh, uh, man, I know you're still on that natural high from your fashion show, man. I know you've been getting all kind of crazy feedback, and you already posted the next thing smoking, man. Tell us about the next project you got going on. Uh, yeah, well, I got a couple of things going on. I got a uh, photography shootout going down in August. My next fashion show is a lingerie fashion show, a 21 and up adult show. You know, you got to keep going. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't let, let, let the moss grow under your, under your feet, as people say. You got you to gotta keep moving. Hey, man, you got to strike when the iron's hot, as they, as they used to say. You know what I'm saying? 
exactly what it is. Oh man, that's a beautiful thing, man. Uh, thank you for joining us each and every Wednesday. If you're listening to your boys online uh, on Twitter, Twitch, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, and if you're watching us on Facebook, thank you for joining the show. Uh, if you're listening to us in Radio Land on Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcast, wherever you get your podcast, or you can just simply say, Alexa, play the best damn wrestling podcast, and you can listen to your boys each and every day if you want to. Uh, we're on our 38th episode, man, and it's so beautiful. We're almost at 40, you know what I'm saying, cracking that thing, uh, keeping it going. Uh, I'm so excited in the directions that we are going. Uh, fellas, let me go around the room real quick. Uh, what's happening with you? What you got going on, Chef? Right now, I have nothing going on. I'm just trying to get better and finish this training at work. That's it. Oh, man. We wish you a speedy recovery, Chef. You got to take some Zycam, uh, 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 some Ropitussin, uh, what, 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 some cod liver oil. What's the old, what's the old medicine, LP? Uh, Father John? You got to take all the... Take some Buckley's. Buckley's? I ain't never heard of Buckley's. That's a, that's a country hood, hood medicine yeah. right there. <laughs> Buckley's. <laughs> Bookly sound like it give you the bubble guts after you take that and knock out the cold, but hey, you on the toilet for about three hours. <laughs> or take a shot of Everclear. Oh yeah, that'll clean you up. That'll clean you up right there. Oh man, senses and everything. Uh beautiful people. Listen, it's been a lot going on in wrestling. Uh, you know we got to get into it. Um, first of all, I want to I want to talk about one thing real quick, fellas, uh, before we get into uh, backlash that's happening on, on Saturday and before we get into this draft that I know everybody wants to hear about um, and it was being going down. Um, but I would be remiss if I did not say congratulations uh, to Tamara Mensa Stock, who is a Olympian, United States Olympian. Uh, she showed up on Monday Night Raw along with Gable Stevenson uh, a little while back at, um, I believe at, I want to say at the Royal Rumble, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it was one of the major events that she showed up on. Uh, if you guys don't know about her, uh, she was born in, in Chicago and raised in Texas, and she is one of the most decorated athletes in women's wrestling history why is that important well my friends it's important because she just got signed to the wwe um and this is big because to my knowledge there are no other female olympians that's on this roster she is a real wrestler <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh, so I'll, I'm interested to see how that plays into effect. I see a lot of uh, opportunities, man, for uh, for Chad Gable to put together a real strong faction 
with Olympians, man. If you put Chad Gable and Gable Stevenson and uh, Tamara and uh, who else? There's somebody else that's 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 done pretty pretty good in Olympus. If you put uh, uh, just a t uh, Otis, if you put all of them together, man, they could be a real dominant force, man. Uh, real descendants of Kurt Angle <laughs> in a sense. Um, but I'm excited to see what she can do uh, bringing in, in into the world of wrestling, man. I know, like I said, she's a real, real wrestler. So I'm interested to see uh, what they do with her, what kind of character they give her. I hope they just don't default and give her this Olympian kind of character. Uh, and I just hope that she keeps her whole, whole voice. Uh, LP, man, what do you think about WWE hiring uh, Tamara Mensa Scott? excuse me, stock, um, the Olympian, uh, do you think this changes things uh, within women's wrestling and uh, last but not least within the WWE women's locker room? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I think she, uh, is she an NXT or is she going to go up to the main roster? I'm not sure. She might go up to the main roster shoot straight up, but if they're smart, they'll put her in NXT and then let her develop a little bit. Um, which, you know, either way, she's still signed to the company. I, I wish that she does go up through NXT so she can develop herself. Um, NXT got some really great talent down there, and I think that she can give the women's division a run for their money uh, if they if they, if they they push her right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but how do you think that she's going to hang uh, with some of the women in, in the locker room, even if she does go to NXT, how do you think she'll do? I, I mean, it's hard to tell. I don't know that much about her, but if she's a true wrestler, um, I think at this point in time, the way they're talking about it, they're going to have to do the whole she's a wrestler kind of thing and use that as part of her character because she can't all of a sudden write a whole new character now that everybody knows who she is. You know, it's like we knew Kurt Angle you know, because of who he was or, or uh, Chad Gable, he never really pushed his stuff like that. He kind of tried to, but I think it didn't work. I think she attracted to start with and she get used to stuff. Then she can always change her angle up. But I think going in, she's going to be definitely, um, they're going to try to use the wrestling side to push her because just like you said, there's never been a female, her angle or, you know, on that level, female-wise. So yeah. I guess she's going to see you know, or, or they're going to try to make her sexy. Is she going to just be about business? You know, it's going to be interesting too. You know what? I, I hope that they're able to do with her what they should have done with Ronda Rousey. You know what I'm saying? Which is really make her a legitimate threat to the whole entire roster uh, to make her a, a weapon and a force and I think that she will pick it up really well. I, you know, that that uh, leads to be seen. Um, but, I mean, it's great potential there. Uh, let me go over to Mr. Everything, man. What do you think about this new pickup for WWE signing uh, a, women, a woman's uh, Olympian to the main roster? Uh, I totally agree with what you said a while ago. They need to do with her what they should have done with Ronda Rousey. Uh, I think, in my opinion, if you put her in a match with Ronda Rousey and have them straight wrestling and grapple, that would make a very interesting uh, dynamic in terms of a match. 
uh, it can really bring out it can really bring out more of a Ronda Rousey than what we've been seeing. We, we see her like ragdoll people, but it really ain't made sense. Like she just snatching people's arms and throwing them around. Um, this new acquisition to the WWE in terms of a, a women Olympian is definitely going to be interesting. Again, uh, my, my biggest thing is who they're going to put her with in terms of matches. You know, not a lot of people can do the mat wrestling. They can do the, I guess, stunt entertainment style uh, of what WWE is used to showing in terms of women wrestling. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see who she actually gets in the ring with. She could be a good threat for someone like Bianca Belair. Um, she could be a, a a female Brock Lesnar in terms of you know going in and being a powerhouse and just German suplexing people all over the place. Um, and in fact, if you wanted to, truthfully, if you want to go in a, in a Marvel type of aspect, have a go up under Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar being the Incredible Hulk and this new acquisition being She-Hulk um, and Ooh. going out there and, and training her on how to be a dominant um, force in the WWE. Um, I can I can definitely see that. I'm not sure what her build is, if she could be a, a female Brock Lesnar. But like I said, if she's really good and they push her right, then that's a possibility for that to be able to help uh, if they build her right. Um, who would you want to see her train with to be able to get ready, man? I know there's a, a number of veterans and a lot of uh, people really go to Natalia to be able to train. It's always good to have a good natty on on the uh, roster that can be able to bring in uh, new talent, especially when they come from another sport. Who do you think would be really good at training uh, her to, to get her up to speed? It would definitely, definitely be Natalia. Uh, I've watched a lot of videos from the new dungeon uh, training facility, and a lot of these guys that go in and out of there are amazing. I just did a, a taping with a couple of guys, a couple of students from the dungeon who actually carry the, the Tyson kid and um, the Hart uh, family name on the independence. And I've seen a lot of guys that I've actually had shows with that, that showcase like the videos and all these different things in terms of um, the training. So Natalia is a great trainer. Um, I've always thought Natalia was a spectacular superstar and and all, but she just hasn't had that opportunity to get in the ring with somebody that can keep up with her. And you know, WWE, you know how they do they wash you down. So if they actually let Natalia go, she would be great. Um because I've seen her in training. So I think if, if this woman goes and train with Natalia, she would be amazing. Yeah, man, I think that uh, they really might have some gold on their hands, man, if they treat it the way they're supposed to treat it. Like I said, if they treat her like Ronda Rousey was supposed to be treated as far as making her a dominant figure. And and if she's really good in wrestling and has some really good people who can lead, I think that she might have a, a, a prominent career in the WWE. Um, I'm still waiting for Gable Stevenson to come out and do something. He's been signed for how long? It seemed like like two years almost. Um, and he hasn't come out or tried to wrestle. I know his brother is in NXT. 
Um, he was with Diamond Mind for a little bit, and then you know he started feuding with the guys in Diamond Mind. Uh, but I, I'm I'm ready to see Gable Stevenson do something, man, and I want to see uh, how they treat that because I love when real wrestlers come into the WWE and they're able to wrestle and entertain at the same time. So if she can come in and do that, I think that she will be a star on the brand. Uh, fellas, let's go ahead and get into it, man. Um, we had the draft on Friday night SmackDown and on Monday night Raw. Um, first of all, I want to get your thoughts on the overall before we get into who went where and all that stuff. Uh, was this draft exciting for you guys? Did you enjoy it? Uh, and what were some of the highlight moments that you remember from uh, from Friday Night SmackDown and Monday Night Raw? Let me go to LP. <clears throat> um, I'm not gonna really say it was exciting. I guess, I guess, call me that old school person. I miss the way they used to make it like a real draft, having two general managers and fighting over people. Uh, that energy made it better to me. The way they did it, they just could have did that online. <laughs> kind of <laughs> on the uh, the second the second draft, like they drafted your boy for NXT. Y'all been waiting for. He didn't even make the main show. So, Brown Breaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, that's been big, and they kind of just shitted on him a little bit. So, yeah, I, I just I think it's not the same. Not having general manager memory coming out reading like that, and it's just me. Um, it was some cool trades, and it's gonna be interesting to see what's gonna go down with these trades. But all in all, itself, I didn't think it was. Uh, I didn't really think it was exciting. I wasn't hyped about nobody, and then they didn't stick their word. About they made all this this noise about these groups can get broken up and they sit everybody together. <laughs> it was like apparently somebody changed their mind somewhere and said, "Uh, no, nah, we ain't doing that." Whether it was Vince or whoever, but they've been talking about that hard body for since the draft was announced, and like not one group got split up. Everybody came as units, so. And that well, with the sense of the bloodline, but <coughs> technically the bloodline did get drafted. I guess I don't know what what the hell they got going on with that storyline, but yeah, it was it was all right. Yeah, man, uh, I think there was a, a little clause in in this year's where they wanted people who were either married or in relationships to kind of stay together, and you can see that with the transfer of certain people to certain brands and then their partners came along with them. I think they were trying to do that for morale since, you know, Vince McMahon came back into the mix and kind of shook some things up. And then, you know, now they have this new buyer and endeavors and, you know, everybody is kind of trying to fill out, you know, the next couple of months and see what that actually looks like uh, with some of the major changes that they've been having on the show. Let me go over to Mr. Everything. Mr. Everything, what did you think about this year's draft? And do you think uh, that they made some really good choices in switching brands? Uh, I think they made some very interesting choices. Um, I'm surprised LP didn't say that he, he don't even know who these people are coming from NXT. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was actually sitting here waiting for that. <laughs> Uh, but they, they did make some interesting choices with Cameron Grimes. Um, they also was the, the biggest thing that kind of caught me off guard 
they called up the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, and they also called up called up the number one contenders for their women's NXT Tag Team Championship titles. So that dynamic is going to be very interesting because I'm like, okay, is the NXT Women's Tag Titles coming up with them? And how long is that going to stay up on the main roster before someone says, all right, we're snatching these titles and bringing them back? So um, that's the interesting thing. And of course, you know, the whole story with the bloodline with uh, Solo, Roman, and Paul Heyman being drafted as number one seeds and um, the Usos not going along with them. And then they didn't get drafted until last night, uh, Monday. So I think that was very interesting. And I'm sure we're going to get into that whole bloodline situation later on in the show because things are getting very, 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 very interesting. Well, let's, um, let's go ahead and get into it, man, since you just mentioned it because, uh, you know, Roman Reigns, your tribal chief, uh, Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa were your first draft picks. Um, I've never seen three people, they didn't even call them, call them the bloodline. They just drafted them three individuals together like they're a package deal. And that's the first time I've kind of really seen that man was like, oh, man, what's why did they do it in a package deal like that and just not do the whole entire bloodline? You know what I mean? So that was very interesting to me to see them actually do that. Um, but and I know we talked about it before, like, oh, man, what if Paul Heyman doesn't get drafted with Roman Reigns? We knew he was going with Roman Reigns. We just didn't know where the Usos were going. And I, I for sure thought when uh, Roman Reigns and, and Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa got drafted to, uh, to SmackDown and then they didn't announce the Usos along with that, I'm like, oh, man, the Usos might be going raw. They might be doing their own thing. It's just the end of the bloodline storyline. Uh, but, of course, it is not. Paul Heyman kind of kept it going on Monday Night Raw. Um, and also, the Usos popped up, and they ended up getting drafted to SmackDown, man. So, we're going to see more of the story. And I don't know where it's going, but I know it's causing some distinction within the bloodline. So, we will see. But let's go over some of these uh, picks right quick on SmackDown. And uh, let me know, guys, know, let me know what you think about uh, some of the new people that's coming on the SmackDown, and who will be Bobby? Uh, excuse me. Uh, who will be Roman Reigns' next challenger on the Blue Brand? So, coming up from NXT, and you just alluded to it a few minutes ago, uh, Mister Everything, Alba Fire, and Isla Dawn from NXT, the NXT Women's Champions. Uh, excuse me, tag team champions. Um, they just got drafted to SmackDown. Uh, they both have really hard hitting styles. Uh, Isla Dawn is is almost like a, a, a Celtic witch. I would say uh, her, her character is is a little dark. Uh, so Celtic witch and and Alba Fire is just an ass kicker, man. Uh, she's really tough and she's really good. I really do miss her feuding with Mandy Rose because she used to say Mandy Rose's name so funny. And it was, I used to say it all, Mandy! <laughs> I'm coming to get you, Mandy! <laughs> so I used, to, I used to love hearing her say Mandy Rose's name when she was feuding and, and beefing with Mandy Rose. 
But now these two women are NXT, and I think they're going to really put on some great matches uh, and and be some possible uh, really good challengers to uh, either uh, 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 Bianca Belair, who also got drafted to to SmackDown. Um, but Apple Fire and Isla Don, I'm interested to see what they do with these ladies and and how they develop. And you're right, right now they are NXT Women's Champions, and they're feuding um with um some two women on on monday they just got drafted to monday night raw from nxt um i don't want to miss it but uh caitlin caitlin chance and kaden carter um they're really good as a team i i really want to see how uh main roster treats these women uh, but let me go ahead and finish up on SmackDown. So we have Alba Fire and Nice Ladon who got called up. Asuka is now on SmackDown. I think that's a great, great trade um, for Asuka to be there, man. I'm excited to see Asuka on the blue brand. We also have Austin Theory, uh, who brought his United States Championship down to Friday nights. Um Austin Theory, he could do really well on the blue brand. I'm not sure how high his ascension would be with Roman Reigns as the champion, but Austin Theory, man, he's he's been on he's been on a hot streak lately. And whether you like him or not, whether you respect him or not, the boy can get down. The boy can squabble. Uh, and he's been a dominant United States champion, fighting the likes of Seth Frickin' Rollins and Bobby Lashley. Uh, and Edge and a couple of more people, man. He's been really proven that he's a, a good champion. He even beat John Cena at WrestleMania. Some people hang their hat on that, like the Miz. Uh, but you know, with him winning, at, at, obviously this ain't the same John Cena of old. But still, he still beat John Cena at WrestleMania. So I think that's a, a great uh, draft pick because I think Austin Theory. Can really liven up the show a little bit. Also, Bianca Belair, the the uh, Raw Women's Champion, she got drafted to uh, Friday nights. I want to see what she does and and how she can bring her star power to the women's division uh, down in, in SmackDown because SmackDown women's division has been lacking. Let's keep it. Uh, you know, I, I would have to honestly say that it really has been lacking, um, and so I think that oh, shit. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, he's probably moving. All right, I guess we keep going. All right, I think we lost him. So, uh, yeah, and just to keep it going, I think she would bring in some good star power to the SmackDown, the blue brand. Uh, it's very interesting to see that Oscar kind of followed behind her, as well as Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair also got drafted to SmackDown, so it's going to be very interesting to see if whether or not uh, Bianca Belair and the Charlotte Flair match may even happen. And also, we got to think about in terms of she's still the Raw Women's Champion. So what happens there? Do they do the whole trade of the belts again? Which I never really liked it. I never really was never a fan of that. How about you, LP? Yeah, I don't, <clears throat> I don't like the whole entire brand um, a belt belonging to a brand. Yeah, I, I never. I, th I know when the what the last been the last time they did it, the Usos and uh, the New Days did that, swapped the belts or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never, I never, uh, I never cared for that. Where did um, where did Rhea end up going? Rhea ended up going to Raw. She went to Raw with the Judgment Day. So I'm, I'm thinking that they're going to switch the belts and make Rhea the Raw Women's Champion and make Bianca the SmackDown Women's Champion. But again, I, I think uh, there could be there could be an aspect of Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair. I just don't. I just hope they don't do Bianca dirty and just make Charlotte come in and take the belt off of her like Becky Lynch did back in SummerSlam. Um, I really want Charlotte to really chase her for the belt to make it mean something. Uh, I think that a lot of situations where we have these women's title matches don't really mean anything. I think the last time something really meant anything was Rhea and Charlotte going into WrestleMania. They actually built it up. Um, but then, you know, Bianca and and and, and Asuka kind of had a little build-up, but other than that, they really had no really big build-ups. Uh, welcome back, Brian. I want to finish up what you were saying in terms of the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship going uh going to Raw and the Raw Women's Championship going over to SmackDown. You're on mute. To be able to bring Bianca da- down to SmackDown, man, I think that was a really good trade um, because I think that she can really bring some star power and some really great matches to the SmackDown brand. Uh, we haven't really seen much of Charlotte Flair as of late and, uh, and Rhea Ripley has really been Beefing with the men. I have I know she got this match coming up in Puerto Rico against um Selena Vega. Selena but Vega. I you know, I don't really see too too many women wanting to step up to Rhea Ripley and really face Rhea Ripley, man. Um so I think some of these new additions uh from Raw and from NXT might bring a little bit more lifeblood. Uh, to to uh, the brand of SmackDown, man. So I'm excited to see the EST on Friday nights, man. Um, and I, let me bring this up a little bit. A uh, couple of more people that I want to mention. Uh, we have Bobby Lashley, who we've been talking about, fellas. Um, LP, you had mentioned that uh, Roman Reigns was going to be ducking and dodging Bobby Lashley, man. What do you think about Bobby Lashley coming over to SmackDown? I mean, if you look at the lineup of everything that happened, Bobby is the only contender that came to SmackDown. There was no other contenders that came to SmackDown whatsoever. Like, who? Unless Bray Wyatt's going to come back out of the blue with nobody knows his situation or whatever. But, like, that's the first thing I thought about. Like, now is the time for Bobby uh, to strike. I mean, but Bobby, if Bobby can't go against the bloodline without the hurt business. So they're not. They got to, They need to do it and do it right because if not, then Bobby. I don't know. I guess whatever the situation with the bloodline currently, uh, but you know, they, you still got the Usos still gonna be there whether they in or out. With that whole, I know we said we're gonna talk about it later, but that whole bloodline, the what they're doing now to me is very stupid. The Usos is the bloodline. The Usos. And Solo Sokol, there are the bloodline. Like, to be honest, Roman is the cousin. Like, I don't like the fact Roman hasn't been there in weeks and he's talking through the phone. I think that's, I think it's more to this something going on other than that. I, I definitely think it's more to it than we know about. 
Um, I think the whole Paul Heyman running point is stupid. Like, I don't know. I'm just not feeling none of this bloodline stuff that's going on right now because it doesn't make sense. And everybody acting like Sokoa is – I like Sokoa, y'all, as y'all know. But they act like Sokoa is Michael Myers. <laughs> like, if Sokoa <laughs> was going to go down there and he was going to betray Jimmy and Jay, it's still two of them. Like, even if he was to hit one, I'm like, it's still two on one. So, like, I think that Solo was, is going to Samoan spike Paul Heyman. That's what I personally think is going to happen. Because I don't think Solo, I think they're trying to get everybody to look that direction. I don't think Solo is going to betray his brothers. Not for Roman. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm tripping. But you can't talk about his family stuff and then have him betray his brothers. To me, that just don't make sense. So I, I don't I don't know. I, I put a poll on one of the references I'm in. Like, can you have the bloodline without the Usos? I'm asking yeah. y'all. Yeah, you, 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 you know what? I, you can, with some of these you actually new, can. Huh? Yeah. With some of these new call-ups, I think you actually can fill a void or a space. I know Zion Quinn isn't really uh, a, a member of the bloodline or their family, but they can write into the storyline that he is a long lost cousin. Uh, <laughs> and Zion Quinn can be a real dominant force man on SmackDown. If he decides. Right now he's a free agent, but um, he is of Samoan ancestry, even though he's from uh, New Zealand, I want to say. Uh, but they, they, hey, man, they could interject some people in there. They could put Ron Reed in there too. They got, they got to be part of that family. That's like when Owen Hart joined the Nation of Domination. Come on, man. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 you can't you can't have white and snow Owen Hart in the Nation of Domination. That was the dumbest thing ever. So we the whole him and crush that family line. They got to bring somebody. They would have to bring somebody in that family. And they got everybody in the family. Unless, like, who else? They like, ain't, There ain't nobody except for the Rock daughter. That's the only other person that I know of that's currently in the, in some, uh, uh, not wherever uh, Tamina is. You know, where, but, uh, or no, not. Yeah, so, you know, as men-wise, can you, can Roman, Paul Heyman, and Solo be as dominant as the Usos and Roman was? Nah. I'm sorry. I, mean, that's, I think that's I think that's the idea. I think the idea is to have the the Usos be separate from Roman and Solo to show that they are the bloodline. They are indeed the bloodline. The Usos are the reason why the you know the bloodline like Roman was so successful. Um, and I think if you have Solo do something like turn on um, the Usos that shows that everything that Sami Zayn was saying was true, and that opens Jay's eyes and possibly opens Jimmy's eyes. Uh, and in that, that's how you get the belts off of Roman. You you set it up to where the bloodline is split. The Usos no longer want to even deal with you because now you've turned on us because we're not doing what you want us to do or how you want us to do it and when you want it done. So now. You know, if Solo does do the Samoan spike on them, um, you know, they, they they could be the reason why 
Roman loses the belt because let's be honest, they were the reason why Roman has always kept the belt. Yeah, you got a point there, sir. Um, I definitely agree with that, man. Um, but let's go back to what we were saying before. And I think you were right, LP, in saying what you said. Um, if they do Bobby versus Roman, it will only make sense if Bobby has the hurt business to combat bloodline. And I know we've been talking about we want to see it, but I'm not sure they're going to pull the trigger on it. And that's, that's sad and sad. I don't know if they're going to pull the trigger on that whole hurt business thing and bring it out. I know we mentioned the last last week. Um, does the WWE really have a fear of a black faction? And uh, to be honest with you, Hero does not count. I'm sorry to say they if they had another member possibly, uh, but Hero does not count. They haven't even been on TV lately. Um, and you know what's crazy is last week when we put uh, the subject of, of uh, should the WWE have an all-black faction, man? The, the internet went crazy. I some of the comments that I've been seeing posting in some of the groups, man. Uh, a lot of people were like, absolutely, we need one. And then some people were like, do we really need a black faction? You know what I'm saying? It, it, you know, it's, it's, it's very taboo when you, when you try to uh, be inclusive with certain things, man. So um, I would like to see Bobby with the Hurt Business, but if not, I would like to see Bobby really contend, man, and if he can take on the Hurt Business by himself, and I know some people have tried, uh, as in the Drew McIntyre, man, and, and some other people, but they have definitely failed uh, that aspect, but Bobby, I think if Bobby uh, really stays healthy, man, and throws up his star, I think that he can be a real threat for Roman Reigns, man, and possibly become new champion if uh if they want to take the belt off of Roman sometime soon, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a family member that takes that belt off of Roman Reigns. Let's go back to uh, SmackDown, man, with some of these names, man. Uh, you mentioned it a little bit earlier, man. Cameron Grimes coming from NXT. That was a shocker for me, man. I didn't know that Cameron Grimes was even still with the company because I haven't seen him wrestle with uh, in NXT, but he's been really bulking up and really losing weight and trying to do some things. So, with the success of LA Night, man, I think that Cameron Grimes can do some really big things uh, coming up on main roster. He has a really great character, man, uh, and he's a fan favorite in NXT. So coming into SmackDown, I'm interested to see what kind of interactions that he has and if he's going to do really well. Um, also, Charlotte Flair is going to stay on SmackDown, my friends. The Queen uh, will come back and she will reign uh, supreme. Um I hate to say it, but Molly is doing okay, but she's still a boring champion to me right now. She's not really feuding with anybody else. Uh, the most interesting feud that she's had so far was against Solo Sokoa. And was like, oh, would you mind moving over one or two people? And he moved over, and she moved over with him and stared him down in the face. And I'm like, so you don't know. You brought, you brought this close to getting the Samoa Spike to the throat. So, you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, solo. Solo. Go ahead, LP. I, that's, <clears throat> that's not her fault, though. That's the that's That goes back to what Mr. Everything was saying earlier. The women division is trash. Let's just be honest. Like, they don't have random people getting title matches just because they want it. Selena Vega getting a title match? 
For what? Puerto Rico. Rico. You think she got that title match because she's Puerto Rican and they're going to Puerto Rico? They needed some. Yeah. They ain't had nobody else to fight. Well, that too. But who else was? Who else was it gonna be? Like all these people getting these random, these random party shots. Just like Mister Everything said, no, they're not building up no storyline. Uh, Charlotte did. Charlotte was not any better than Rhea. When Charlotte had that belt, who did who was Charlotte fighting? She fought. Uh, what's the girl with the dark hair that that that, that was a general random one time or whatever? Uh, Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville was like her biggest match. So let's. I know you like to try to not act like Charlotte. Don't do that wrong. <laughs> but Charlotte was Charlotte was not any better because they don't have no competition. Same thing with uh, Bianca. B- B- at least Bianca did have Oscar, but that's because Oscar's a better wrestler. But that storyline was weak. Damn, uh, what's the face she on? Um, Jimmy Kimmel and other shows, uh, Alexa Bliss. Like I think Alexa Bliss on talk shows. I don't know if she even coming back. So they left that whole entire demon thing going. Like all these new girls that they said they're adding, I hope they're gonna bring something because the women division, people talk about AEW women division. Raw women the SmackDown and Raw Women Division is trash. Like they got all these weapons and they're not using none of them. So Rhea, I don't I think agree. nobody's I don't think nobody. I don't think nobody's afraid of Rhea. I think I think Rhea could have some good competition, but they're they're not they're not setting nothing up. I think I think the biggest thing from the draft is that, yeah, we saw some call ups and we saw some changes between brands. But let's not forget we also want to have some um, some switches and some call ups outside of what we saw on TV. So I think those are going to be the surprises and. Right now, I mean, Raw doesn't even have any women. The only women they have is is Rhea and Zelina in terms of uh, singles competition or uh, wrestling world tag teams. So um, you're going to have to call up some women or uh, make some changes. I mean, you can't do anything with uh, Car- Carmella because she's expecting. Congratulations. Um, like you said, uh, uh, what's your girl? Uh, Alexa Bliss is doing, you know, out there doing public work and public relations and things like that, along with the Miz, which is cool. Um, Liv Morgan and and Raquel, they're the tag team champions. Then you got Shotzi on SmackDown. Uh, there's no telling where Natalia's going to go. Could we have a Natalia versus Rhea? We could. Would it make sense? Eh, I doubt it. I mean, unless you really do it correctly. Um, Tamina is wherever she's at, you know, MIA. Um, and then Nia Jax is still signed with the company. She's been out there trying to lose weight and trying to get in shape, but that doesn't mean anything <laughs> in terms of her in-ring ability because she's still going to be out there trying to hurt people all the time. So uh, <laughs> it's going to be an interesting dynamic to see who exactly is going to be our surprise draft um, members in terms of the Raw division, the SmackDown, and even NXT, I, I'd be interested to see who from the main roster gets thrown down to NXT and trying to bring up some star power with that because, um, yeah, you have Braun Breaker, you have Carmella Hayes, but who do you have after that? Um, one of the ones that I thought was very interesting, and I'm going to probably have to get you guys to read off the uh, the raw roster and and the uh, the free agents for me because I'm not sure if my signal is strong enough. Uh, but definitely 
uh, one of the people that I'm interested in seeing is Edge is back. Uh, Edge is now on the blue brand, man. Let's talk about that real quick. Uh, do you think the Edge would be a main player and a main threat on this new roster, man? Let me go LP. I, I actually laughed when they said Edge because I'm like, Edge is, is he a part-timer or a full-timer? How much time he got left? I mean, that was a good draft, but at the same time, was a good draft because you don't know how long he's going to be around. So uh, I think that they have to push Edge because they need, you know, First of all, Roman has to have some contenders from here on out. Uh, with them putting Cody and uh, Seth Rollins on Raw, and everybody knows, I think they're having a tournament for that belt. Um, but everybody knows how, who is going to come down to. That's why I don't even care. Like I, I, I think that if if Cody or one of them wasn't in a tournament, I would be more excited because I would like to see. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing a Montez Ford be the first one or. LA Knight or somebody versus we know it's gonna be Seth or we know it's gonna be Cody. Like there ain't no if, ands, and but about it. Like I would like to see anybody shock the world and be like uh anybody that people can get behind and just be like, oh my god, they might possibly shock everybody. Like the time when um the Royal Rumble when Santino almost won it. <laughs> And everybody, <laughs> yeah, and everybody was so hyped because you really thought he was gonna win. So I don't know this. This I'm excited for this belt, but Cody or uh, Seth, one of them should have been on another show. I don't know. I, I don't think they should have left both of them on show. That's it. Let's uh, look at some more possible competitors for the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns, man. Uh, one of the people that I'm interested in seeing is Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller uh, is an NXT call-up, man. He's mired in, in controversy, and the boy HBK has had some beef uh, with Grayson Waller, but I think Grayson Waller is a real true talent, and I think that his smack talking is up there with LA Knight and Miz, man, and I think that he can do really great things on this brand. Uh, of course, you got damage control coming over. Uh, that's interesting. LP, talk to uh, talk about how exciting it is to have damage control on the show now. You still have this feud with uh, Bianca and, and Bailey, um, but you also have some new stuff coming up, man. So what do you think about the blue brand choosing? Um, I, I really think that um I really, <laughs> I really think that I think that SmackDown won. I think they got the better uh the better picks than Raw. Me personally, um, I think Damage Control will be good, but the belts are on Raw, right? The belts on the girls with the belts are on Raw. Oh yes, the belts are on Raw. Yeah. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about uh, where Liv and and uh, Raquel will be. Oh. Yeah, the belts are on Raw right now. Yeah, so they got a, I. I you know, I don't know that much about the the uh, what's the EO Sky? Is that the is that the um, Asian Asian one? E, EO? Yeah, EO Sky. Yeah. I keep on hearing, I keep on hearing everybody saying that she was she is really good and they're wasting her. I, I keep on seeing that she. I mean, you guys probably know her from NXT, but I keep on hearing she's really good and they need to let her be solo and then she could be some be a contender for the belt. I don't know what kind of character she had or whatever, but I keep on hearing she's like one of the best females in the roster. I guess y'all can confirm that or whatever, but maybe they'll try to let 
champion for a long time, man, and she was very dominant on the on the NXT roster for a while. Uh, and she didn't even really speak that much, but EO was a threat. She was like an Oscar level level threat in NXT. So yeah, she's really good. She's really good. So if that's the case, then maybe they need to break damage control up because as long as she with Bailey, that Bailey's gonna be that head chick no matter what in that group. And I would I would rather see Bailey. I'm cool with Bailey being by herself as a heel. Like Bailey, I don't want to see Bailey fight fighting Bianca no time soon. But Bailey and versus Charlotte, I mean, they got enough. They got enough tools right now on SmackDown to really do some stuff. Um, it really just boils down to the writing. And like I said, what what Vince does and what Triple H does. Um, finish up some of these uh, draft picks on SmackDown so we can go in and get into Raw. Uh, so we have um, Hit Row is staying on, on the blue brand. Carrying uh, Cross and Scarlet are also staying on uh, SmackDown. Your boy LA Knight, yeah! Uh, he's going to stay on the blue brand. Uh, Lacey Evans is staying on the blue brand. The LWO is on the blue brand. Uh, Pretty Deadly just came up from NXT. If you guys haven't heard of Pretty Deadly, they're almost an androgynous type team, but they're really good. Uh, they're really entertaining, um, and I think that they can go and they'll be a real threat on uh, SmackDown, so we'll see uh, where that goes. Uh, Rick Boogs, uh, the meat man Rick Boogs is on SmackDown. Uh, you also have uh, Shotzi, she's staying. Tamina is on SmackDown. The Brawling Brutes are staying on SmackDown. Uh, we have the new introduction of the OC. That's right. AJ Styles is now on SmackDown. I want to see an AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns fight. Give me OC versus Bloodline. Yes. Um, let me see. Also, we have the Street Profits just came over. You know, Montez Ford had to follow his move. Uh, so he came over to SmackDown with the Street Profits. Uh, and of course, uh, the Usos are staying on the blue brand as part of the bloodline. Uh, any of these were shockers to you guys? Uh, any of the people that were mentioned? Uh, for me, Pretty Deadly was a big shocker. I was like, what are you going to do with them? Like, yeah. what are you really going to do with them? Are you going to have them? Because here's the interesting thing. A lot of these call-ups, a lot of these guys and girls have really good mic skills. Uh, Grayson Waller has really good mic skills. Um, pretty deadly. Really good mic skills. But how, who are you going to really put them in the ring with? You can put uh, pretty deadly in there with the Viking Raiders for what? What is it going to do for either team? Um, if you put him in there with the OC, uh, yeah, that, that could do it. But we, we, like you just said, we'd rather see the OC against the bloodline. Uh, Grayson Waller, we already know what he's going to do. He's going to get in a situation with Austin Theory. And I really hope, I know we're, we're, I'm bouncing all over the place. Um, Grayson Waller is getting involved with Austin Theory and chase him for the belt. Enough time. Sorry, I had a call come in. Um, we've had Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory enough times. We don't need to see it again. Um, Grayson Waller would be a definitely 
really good substitution for that. Uh, I think he could really elevate um, Austin Theory in that regard. Uh, him going against Roman Reigns is not going to make any sense, especially not right now. Uh, Cameron Grimes would be in that situation in terms of the U.S. title. I can see, I can see them having a tournament. Cameron Grimes, Grayson Waller, L.A. Knight, uh, The Miz, if he decides to do anything. Um, and then whoever wins go up against Austin Theory. Um, AJ Styles, Bobby Lashley. Uh, is Drew McIntyre on SmackDown or did he move on to somewhere else? SmackDown moved to Raw. Okay, he's on Raw. So, okay, uh, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, and Edge. You know, in a tournament for no more contender for Roman Reigns to see who exactly is going to be his next uh, little situation. But we, again, we still got to think about what's going to happen with the Usos and whether or not Jay Uso is going to be that individual that steps up and steps in Roman's face and gives him a run for his money. Who does everybody? Who does everybody right? Everybody right now, pick a person. Who is the person you want to see take the belt off Roman? And then we're gonna see. Later on, whenever it happens, who is the person you guys want to see take the belt off on? If I had to be honest, huh? I think I would want to see Edge get some redemption. Edge? No. All right. Mr. Everything? I'm, I want Jay also. It only makes sense. It's the only, it's the only option that makes sense in this entire situation. And I'm gonna go with Bobby. So we're gonna we're gonna see. <laughs> Let's see who's the uh I just I wouldn't mind seeing Jay do it because that will still be part of the storyline, even though I still wanted Sammy to do it. But the thing with Jay is if the Usos being he being faces, because the Usos gonna have to be faces in order for all this stuff to happen, like we've been saying, like they gotta be a face. I just thought out of all the stuff they done, they just gonna go face like that. I know it's wrestling and that happens, but I just don't see them going face. Just I mean, like look, look how look how they did it with Sami Zayn. You know, everything that he done and out of nowhere, he turned face. They do it all the time with Kevin Owens. They do it a lot with AJ Styles. We don't even know what the hell AJ Styles is right now. He came in, they they, they got a big pop, and it was like, okay, yeah, the OC's back. And then they they Molly watched the Viking Raiders. It was like, and we've just begun. That that's kind of like, like you know, oh yeah, we coming in here. We running, we running all over everybody if we want to. And ain't nobody they, gonna stop us. They buried, they buried the Viking Raiders. <laughs> the Viking Raiders <laughs> supposed to be this unstoppable team. They got buried. I was like, damn, they let them get buried like that, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like for real. <laughs> They got yeah. they, they they need to go somewhere else now. Like they need that's it. Like what what do y'all y'all can't keep on coming out with all this music and Valhalla and all this other and why she don't wrestle? She could have been wrestling or something. She'd get an easy check. She getting an easy check right now. She ain't wrestling at all. She at least should be having some matches. She was decent. I don't, she wasn't my favorite member of the Riot Squad, but I mean she was she was decent. She was decent. Yeah, she was she was the the powerhouse. Of the squad. Yeah. LP, let me get you uh, to read off, man, some of these uh, raw draft picks, man. Uh, you might have to <clears throat> slide a little closer. 
But uh, let me get you to read off some of these raw draft picks, man. Let me know who you excited about seeing on Monday Night Raw. Oh, Lord, let me, let me move. Let me zoom in if I can see this, man. Uh, well, you, know, you got Becky Lynch, you got Ron Strowman, and Ricochet. Like, who cares? Uh, <laughs> Bronson Reed, uh, you know, Cody Rose. I mean, they, they got a lot of – some of these people, like, I don't even care. Like, they haven't even been on hard on TV. Dexter Loomis, you know, whatever. Racist, racist guy. I'm still upset about that. Um, you got Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. And then when Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn still being on Raw, the Usos on SmackDown, they don't get no more title shots, right? Like they can't even. Right. How, how, they can't get title shots if they're not on the same show. They need. They have said nothing about splitting those belts up. Like they need to split those belts up. Um, you got Ronda Rousey. And Shayna, I don't know why Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler was they were sent together. I, I I missed that. Um, they're on Raw. Uh, Trish Zoe Stark. Yeah, Zoe Stark on Raw. That's going to be very interesting because she is a very uh, amazing talent in terms of the women's division. So I can see a Zoe Stark versus Rhea Ripley. Um, <clears throat> I don't really, I don't really see a Becky Lynch. And, and Rhea Ripley, even though it would make sense after a while, but you have to do it right. Emma is not really doing anything with her life. Dana Brooke, she she needs to just go and help them cook the food and catering. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even sit there and eat. Just go help them cook. That way you, we, we know you're doing something for your money. Uh, yeah. Drew McIntyre. Apollo Crews. I think Apollo Crews is going to be a sleeper. In this whole draft, um, he went down to NXT and reinvented himself. So whenever he does come up for Raw, it's going to be very interesting to see what version of Apollo Crews we want to get. I really hope we don't get that African uh, <laughs> uh, failure that they, they tried to do with him before. He did not. Where's um, almost because he ended up getting the United States Championship with that character, man. He he did, but as far as like having the fans really stand behind him, because he didn't even get the United States title very long either. Where's Amos? Omos, he went to SmackDown there because I don't see him up here. So we're talking about some of the people uh, who didn't come on. So we have some free agents, man. Uh, Baron Corbin is a, a free agent. Also, Brock Lesnar has free agency. Dolph Ziggler is a free agent. Mustafa Ali, which is interesting. He's going to be a free agent. Omos is your free agent. Uh, they said that they was orchestrated by MVP as far as him being a free agent. We also see Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, which is interesting to have Omos, Shelton, and, and Cedric all being free agents. Uh, you also have Elias. Um, Bond Wagner from NXT. Uh, I'm not sure what he's going to do. He's just a big body, and he looks weird. Um, and then Zion Quinn, which I think he's a sleeper, and he might be a new member of the Bloodline if they want to write that into uh, into a storyline there. So uh, those are the free agents, man, and I'm interested to see where they go with that. But going on back over to Monday Night Raw, man, um, you have Trish Stratus, 
it was a, I, that shocked me. I thought she was going to be like a, a one and done, but she's staying on. He needs some money. <laughs> Her only fan. <laughs> when you look at the when you look at the raw lineup, because you know they're having a tournament for the belt. So when you look at this lineup, a, a tournament. Let's say they're gonna do a, a start off with. I don't know, maybe seven people or whatever. I don't know how the tournament gonna be, but like, let's look at the lineup. Like, you're probably gonna have Drew McIntyre. Uh, I think somebody from the Judgment Day, maybe Finn Balor. Yeah, it had to be I, Finn Balor. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, see, the Miz would be a waste of time because you know damn well. You know, damn well the Miz ain't about to win that belt. You but I you could you could do some judgment that you could do Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah, I said I said Finn Balor. Or even Damian Priest, man. Damian Priest has damn near been uh he has had one of the best runs in his career. Yeah, but you can't you can you can barely find seven people that's worthy of a belt. Shinsuke Nakamura is on SmackDown. I mean, excuse me, on uh, Monday Night Raw. Shinsuke can very well be a part of that build. Uh, we also see Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle is, is uh, made himself a main Stop. event player. And Stop. coming up from uh, Stop NXT. It. Stop it. Get that belt. <laughs> yeah, man. You, you never know. Stranger things will happen, man. Uh, no. from NXT, man, you have the always dangerous JD Madonna, who is <laughs> he's very dangerous, man, but he looked like a big ass bobblehead dog. Uh, <laughs> uh, but JD Madonna is very dangerous in a lot of ways, man. Um, Xavier Woods, we can we can we we have to throw Xavier Woods in that in that conversation. New Day is there. We we have to throw Xavier Woods in the conversation in terms of world champion. I can I can see I can see him in a tournament, and but it be I would see KO or Sami Zayn in a tournament, but they're probably not going to do that with them having a. Uh, that's why I I don't even know if they, I don't even if they lose the tab belts, who would they even lose the tab? Belts? I mean, there's a lot of teams that can lose it too, but I think they definitely need to split these belts back up now that they definitely going back from two two ways. But let's be honest. It's either gonna be <laughs> Cody Rose or Seth Rollins. Like, unless one of them go out in the first round, which will shock everybody, or they fight each other in the first round, or something like that. But like, I don't know. I want I want that belt to mean something, but I also don't want them just to. If to me, if Cody gets it, it's a uh, everybody already gonna already gonna call it a backup belt or a complimentary belt. If Cody wins, it's definitely like, okay, Cody, we know we didn't get this belt, but uh, here got this belt. So you guys are sleeping on Drew McIntyre, man. Drew McIntyre is now back on the red brand. Drew McIntyre is a real threat, Mister Everything. What do you think about Drew McIntyre possibly getting this another shot at the belt? Well, I, I think it's definitely going to happen. That's that's undoubtedly that's definitely going to happen. If I were to put together a tournament bracket. Just looking at what we have right here, I would say Matt Riddle versus Shinsuke, uh, Apollo Crews versus Cody Rhodes. I would say Drew McIntyre versus Bronson Reed. Uh, I will put The Miz versus Seth Rollins. And then I would put uh, 
Xavier Woods versus uh, Odyssey Jones. Yeah, okay, right, that's, that's exactly how we do it. Who do y'all see? Who do y'all see? Let's let's say we don't give it to Cody Rose or Seth Rollins. Who would win? Who would you want to see hand it belt? Start off with. Uh, Xavier Woods. I would want to see Xavier Woods, but I could see them giving it to Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. I mean, I would say either Drew or Shinsuke. Shinsuke is still hot like fire. Um, you could put the bet on Shinsuke. Shinsuke can give you some really great matches, man, and the fans still love Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I think the biggest thing that we got to... We, we forget somebody that's not hot uh, and his new counterparts, man. Um, we have Indy Shear, who just came up from NXT, man. Three big bulls uh, that's going to really make an a impact on the main roster. Um, you know about one of these guys in this year, Beer, uh, Mr. Everything. You discovered uh, him last year, I believe. And and I and I would have won if I didn't slip on, on my uh, bootlace. I would have won. Have you slipped out the ring on your bootlace when you were laid out? Yeah, I, I slipped on my bootlace. When he went for the Vader bomb, I, I slipped. Mm. Do we have that clip? Do we have that clip? No, we don't have any clips. No, we don't have any clips. No. <laughs> <laughs> I will find it, and we will talk about it. We'll do, we'll do Mr. Everything's greatest hits. <laughs> Great, greatest get hits. <laughs> greatest getting hits. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, one other person that I'm excited to see, man. You got Gunther, and uh, on on the the red brand, man. He brought Imperium with him. LP, what do you think about Gunther and Imperium being on Monday Night Raw? You, we didn't even talk about Gunther being in the main picture. Gunther yeah. could very well be in that main picture for the belt. Yeah, I was actually I was actually saying that too. I think I was gonna say Gunther, but Gunther had to lose that belt first. So it's a matter of somebody beating Gunther. I would like to I would like to see Gunther not get beat and Gunther be like, here, take this shit. I'm done with it. Now I'm moving on to this belt. Like I would that would be so gangster for him just to give his belt up and be like, I got more, I got bigger fish to fry. And he goes and he gets in a tournament. Cause like that would give some of these other stars something to fight for, and um, I don't know. I I think Gunther. If we look at it, who's the top three people that's over in Raw right now, Cody, Seth, and I would say, I, would, would y'all say Gunther is on that level, or who else is on that level of them two that's over with the crowd? It's definitely Gunther and, and Brock right now. Shinsuke Nakamura. Is he on Cody I, I and think, I, I think Shinsuke has to be around for a little while for the fans to just kind of remember. I think, I, truthfully, I think the fans are starting to forget that Shinsuke is that guy. Um, yeah, I can't been really there say that because on Monday time. Night Raw, man, he had a great reception coming to the ring, man. Uh, they, you know, I think the fans still know who Shinsuke Nakamura is, man. And he is an absolute legend, living legend in his own right. But Shinsuke Nakamura can be, be a real player uh, and a real competitor, man. 
Um, I would love to see Shinsuke and Gunta go at it. That's that comeback. That's that comeback pop. You know, you always get that pop when you come back. But I, I wouldn't mind seeing Shinsuke can take the belt off Gunter. I mean, like somebody has to take the belt off. I, I want Gunter to go for the belt though, but I don't know. I don't know if Gunter ready yet though. That's that's my only thing about Gunter. I, I don't want them to, to rush it. I don't want him to be another star that that get pushes uh, pushes too far. But I don't know. I, I think a lot of people between Seth and Cody. I would rather see Seth win it than Cody. But I think Seth deserved to I think Seth deserves to take that bet out Roman if you really want to keep it a book. I know it ain't gonna happen now because they made sure that it won't happen. Um but I think I think that Seth would have been better to take the bet off Roman. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I, I agree with that sentiment. Um well let's, that's let's think about it for a second. Um, in in the past, they've had to where they've done the draft and they still did a trade after the draft was done. So I could see something like that happening to where Seth Rollins goes down to SmackDown in a trade situation where they say, okay, you give us Seth Rollins, um, we'll take such and such. Um, so I could see that happening for Seth Rollins to go and chase Roman for the belt. Um, that would make it very interesting. And, uh, you know, we've seen superstars get drafted back and forth during the draft. So, you know, we could turn on SmackDown on Friday and see Cody Rhodes standing in the middle of the ring and say, yeah, I got drafted, you know, during the draft. I got double drafted. And now I'm here on SmackDown. You know, know, those things can happen. And then you got to think about those free agents, too. They can go wherever they want. Where's Logan Paul? They didn't know they said they didn't. I don't know if he's a free agent, but I know he just signed a contract uh, for a couple of more years. Yeah, they didn't even mention. They didn't mention him nor Bray Wyatt. Like that's why I'm wondering about Bray Wyatt. Unless I missed it, they didn't mention Bray Wyatt. You know, like Uncle Howdy. <laughs> Where's Uncle Howdy? I need me some Uncle Howdy. Like. Nobody knows nothing. I'll be. I feel bad for uh, Ray Wyatt because, like, damn, I think this is it. Like, if this don't, if this, unless something happened, nobody really knows what happened. Once again, like they, as I said it before, the biggest comeback of, of, of one of the biggest pops and comebacks of years, wasted. He fought L.A. Knight, not knocking on L.A. Knight. But that helped LA Knight. LA Knight won from that. That that made LA Knight a star. But it didn't do nothing for Bray Wyatt. And now even Alexa, her little storyline is gone. Like they gotta stop doing these stories and just dropping them and think people's gonna forget. Like uh, I don't know, Mister Everything. You gotta do some research. You gotta find out where Bray Wyatt is. You supposed to. You got to connect. Where? Where is Bray? I'll, I'll make a couple phone calls for you. I'll make a couple phone calls for you. Yeah, make a couple phone calls. We need to find out some inside scoop about where's Bray Wyatt. He, it's not reported on no wrestling news. Nothing that I look at, like, like nothing, man. Like, which I think, I think that's a good thing, though. I think if WWE is actually doing something with Bray Wyatt, I think it makes it'll make his return so much bigger. 
because you got to think about it. We always we always go about what the dirt she say. Oh, the dirt she say this. Uh, the wire six. And this is going to happen. And this is going to happen. I think it makes it that much bigger when he does come back. And if well, if he does come back, that the fact that we don't know what's been going on, what he's been doing, and when he comes back, maybe we actually get the wire six with this whole situation. Maybe the wire six starts the return. Maybe it's, it's different characters starts popping up everywhere, um, getting involved in the matches, beating people down. And then finally we see Bray Wyatt as the, the puppet master and then, you know, Uncle Howdy as the orchestrator of everything and, and make it that much bigger. I mean, look at Alexa Bliss not even being on TV. She could be also part of that whole situation of we don't know what's going to happen, but something's bound to happen. I think if Bray Wyatt does come back to TV, I think he should come back during SummerSlam. I think he should come back during Slam, SummerSlam, have a major pop, and then go to Monday Night Raw and have a real feud. Um, I, I think we need Ray a, a come back. I would love to see him. I would love to see him take the belt and see what they do with it. I don't want to see the Uncle Howdy shit no more. I'm not. Uh, I didn't get that. I'm kind of tired of. Uh, and you know, even if Bray is is not wrestling, you should have still kept the Uncle Howdy storyline going. It was having all this effect on people and Bray said, I'm not associated with Uncle Howdy. And then all of a sudden Bray leaves and then Uncle Howdy leaves with him. <laughs> yeah. well, it's because it's he did that dive off the deck. <laughs> did that stupid dive and missed. That's why he ain't been back. His back hurt. <laughs> man, that was horrible. Man. Well, let's, let's talk about it real quick. Um, we have backlash coming this Saturday, man. Um, I would love to see if we can get another uh, watch party cracking off. But this Saturday, uh, backlash is in Puerto Rico. Uh, one of the big matches that we have is Damian Priest versus Bad Bunny in a street fight. LP, are you excited about this match? And who do you got your money on? <laughs> no, I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't care about Bad Bunny. I don't care about... They came up with these street match, these street fights, always giving it some different name. It's the street fight. This says the street fight. It ain't no Pujami street fight. It ain't no uh, rumble in the drummer. It's a street fight. So, I don't I don't care about this. To be honest, what are the matches in this paper? You're like, what? Yeah, we got to go over there because I don't even know. Is that the main event? They pushing it like that's the main event. That's the main event. Uh, Rock and Cody. Well, oh, yeah. you know, Rock and Cody could be main event, but I think that this the Bad Bunny is main event. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bad Bunny is main event. Oh, you think Cody and Brock going to take a back seat to Bad Bunny? <laughs> Damn you, Bruce. They're going to have to. Well, uh, uh, hold on for a second. Uh, Mr. Everything got to step out. But before you do, my friend, uh, let the beautiful people know what you got going on and where can they find you? Absolutely. Uh, again, this Friday is me versus Gunner, formerly known as Jackson Riker from the Forgotten Sons. One-on-one uh, -on -one for SCC in Elkin, North Carolina for the heavyweight championship for Square Circle Championship Wrestling. It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be fun. Uh, Saturday, I will be in Charlotte, North Carolina, defending my USA main event uh, heavyweight championship against Nathan Cross. Uh, next week, I'm graduating. 
walking across that stage, man, graduating, getting my bachelor's degree. And uh, if everything goes right, I'm going to walk across the stage with three belts. Three of them. One, two, three. Uh, and then the following week, I will be in uh, Chucky, Tennessee for School of Martin. Uh, actually, we had, they got a sub-promotion called Spartan. So it's going to be very interesting. And I'll give you guys more details on that. But it's going to showcase some of these big stars that you guys see on these, some of these bigger platforms, these bigger networks. So it's going to be very interesting. Uh, the Quatronian narrative has something a part of that. Uh, so that's going to be fun. May 20th, I will be in Charles City, Virginia for MATW. And June 2nd, I have a big surprise coming up. I'll let you guys know more details on that. But I'm always doing something, always moving, always shaking. And if you want to follow me, go to my website, Roosevelt Kanye's LLC. That is www.roosevelt.com. And follow me and let me know. And, and, and one last thing. I'm in competition for the Mr. Health and Fitness 2023. So I need votes. I need all your votes, people. All, all the votes. Either you can pay for the votes or you can do the free votes. If you do the free votes, you can do one every day. If you pay for them, you can do as many as you want every single day. But, you know, I need I need votes. I mean, I'm in eighth place right now overall. Based on, I want to say, probably about 200 people. Um, the top 20 will move on past May 11th. And I need this. I need this. The winner wins $20,000 in the cover of Men's Muscle and um, Muscle and Fit magazine. So it's going to be very interesting, very exciting. And I appreciate you guys. And I'm sorry I had to go, but I got to call my son. Father Duties, call. Thank you, Mr. Everything, for that. Uh, and we will see you next week, sir. Oh, man. LP. Uh you know what? I really don't know all the matches on this backlash card. Usually I'm more prepared to do it, but I'm really not excited about the whole backlash event. I don't really see a lot of competitions. And since Roman is not defending his belt, man, that's a little bit challenging. Um, so let's switch gears right quick. I wanted to talk about um, one of the big things in, in wrestling news right now. Naomi, uh, former, uh, former WWE uh, women's champion and tag team uh, women's champion is now in impact making an impact LP I want to get your thoughts on Trinity 5-2 or Trinity uh, going to impact and what do you think she's going to do on that brand um I think I think she'll do pretty good um I never thought Naomi was the star that she deserved to be in uh, WWE I never thought Naomi was on Sasha Banks or you know the four the four horsewomen. I always thought she was good, but it never gave her, it never let her be what she could be. I thought she was better than half the women in the roster. Um, her and her and Amber Moon was like two wrestlers that I thought was really being held back. So I'm hoping that she can finally get her shine. Um, I think WWE missed the opportunity of bringing her back as well as uh, Sasha Banks because they, they need them. They clearly need them in the women division right now. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is her chance to shine and show everybody what she got because all eyes are going to be on her because of who she is and you know stuff like that. So this is her chance to build her star. And then I think I think she's going to build her star up more and then they're going to try to bring her back. 
I think that also. Do you think that she made a good choice following Sasha Banks out of the WWE? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're not happy in your job, then people treating you like crap, leave. I mean, I'm a I'm a humongous advocate on jobs not treating you right, whether they pay you or whatever. You still got to be uh, treated a certain way. I don't know if you know about these lawsuits that's going around. Um, there's a lawsuit. Uh, it's either against it's actually two lawsuits. It's a lawsuit. The Rock is involved in one lawsuit. I don't know if you know about that. And then there's another lawsuit that's going on about the about racism. In the WWE, there's a writer or former writer, and I may mess the story up, so I'm not gonna say too much about it. That he talked about how they used to get them to, to do certain stuff, and that they did they, they, about I don't know. It's it's two lawsuits going on, one about racism on one side, and then The Rock is mixing. You probably have to Google it after the show. The Rock and some other people are mixed in. It's like a two billion dollar lawsuit, um, and I'm not all familiar with what The Rock lawsuit is about. But I do know he's he's in the mix of that uh, that story. So to go back to what I was saying, like yeah, if your job's not treating you right, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people in WWE want to quit. But it's like this is the main show. You only can go down wherever you go. If you go to AEW or wherever you go, nothing's gonna be as big as this place. But don't never be disrespected. Never never be treated like crap. Um, I I wish more wrestlers would would step up and then they could get more rights and stuff that they should have. But yeah, I definitely think she made a good decision um, uh, doing what she had to do because, you know, she got to live too. Yeah, but I don't think that that particular was within Naomi's wheelhouse. It was more Sasha Banks had the leverage. And Naomi, even though she's a star within her own right, um, I really think that Naomi did not want to leave. You know what I'm saying? I think that that was a lapsing moment and she talked to her. She was like, you know what? We got value. We ain't going to let them put this storyline on us. We trying to raise up the belt. No matter what it is, if you got to give the belts to somebody else or do a storyline that you don't like, that's part of the job. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the way that John Laurinaitis treated them and some of the other people treated them, uh, wasn't so favorable. I do. I hundred percent do not believe that Naomi or Trinity Fatu wanted to leave the company with her husband there and her family there. I yeah. seriously doubt that. I mean, she she might not want to leave, but I mean, it really comes down to how you feel. Ultimately, your own personal choices. Um, I've been on plenty of jobs where the supervisor was racist. And all the other black people would complain amongst themselves, but they wouldn't ever speak up. And they would be like, you know, they treat us so bad, blah, 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 blah. And they would talk amongst each other, but they would never uh, speak up. And me, I speak up. I'm, 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 the, I'm an employee's worst nightmare. <laughs> That's why I work for myself now, because I suck work for other people. But I will quickly be like, I don't got to be here. I can find somewhere to work. And that's all the wrestlers can find somewhere to work. They may not make the money they, they made before, but there's always other avenues from New Japan to AEW to Impact to, to Ring of Honor to doing local shows, create your narrative or whatever you got to do. You can make money to live off your dreams. So um, I just really feel like it boils down to the person. And she probably that person like, look, you might stay here because that from pretty sure the Usos are treated pretty good. 
they they top tier. Usos, Usos, Roman Reigns, they get they probably getting <laughs> the best treatment. But you got other wrestlers, that's Apollo Creed, not Apollo Creed, Apollo Cruz and stuff like that that may get crapped on a little bit, but he probably feel like, hey, I, I can't, I ain't got no rest to go. This is what I gotta do. And some of these other females probably feel the same way, but they're scared to speak up. Because all of them need better storylines. All of them get treated like crap. I understand you saying it's your job, but you still got to have a level of respect and how much you'll take for that from that job. You know, and and she just, uh, you know, she just said the hell with it. She'll be all right, though. <laughs> you see you see who she, her family, who she married to. She'll be all right. Even if, she, you know, and like I said before, Naomi, Naomi was never that, that top star, but she should have been. And Vince and whoever, they never let her. She put in her work. She was doing the funky pterodactyl and all the other mess from way back in the days. And she was better. She was better than Becky Lynch, in my personal opinion. Like, wrestling-wise, her and Amber Moon was, were better than a lot of these females. But they didn't never get that push, whether it's because they was black or whatever. So you got to say that because Naomi did become women's champion. Uh, she did reach the mountaintop and became uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, and then she was the Women's Tag Team Champions with Sasha Banks. So she's reached pinnacles within the business that a lot of women don't even haven't even had the opportunity to. But could they have done more with Naomi? Yes, I think they were poised to do more with Naomi, and they had her in the championship run before she left. Uh, with Sasha Banks, and then they had to scrap the whole plans of her versus, uh, I believe it was Ronda Rousey at the time that had to build. So, I, I want to see what she does. I hope that she goes down to uh, Impact and then really makes an impact and really builds her star up so when she does come back, if she decides to go to AEW or if she decides to come back home to WWE, her star power would be that much higher and she'll get the pop that she deserves. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm hoping. So overall, man, um, I'm happy to see that she found a home and that she is wrestling again. Impact has a great women's division, even though I'm not too familiar with their women's division, but I've heard great things about their women's division. Um, and I think that she can really be a star there um, coming up. I know that Sasha Banks or Mercedes Monet, uh, she just lost her belt uh, in a, in a battle uh, in in New Japan, man, and you know she's kind of open to seeing where that takes her, whether that stay, keeps her in New Japan or whether she goes to AEW and do some things. I think that she'll be okay. LPZ. Man, it was a great show, man. We had a lot to cover. Uh, we still didn't squeeze in <laughs> half of uh, even what we wanted to squeeze in. Um, but it was a great show nonetheless, man. Uh, beautiful people, if you want to join and support the show, only thing that you have to do is check out our social media. You can go to our Instagram at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. 
You can follow us on our Facebook group at the Best Damn Wrestling Nation. You can go to our Facebook page where we have all of our, our material at the BD Wrestling Podcast. You can go to our Twitter at Best Damn Crew. You can visit us on Twitch at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And you can visit our TikTok at Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to support the show, well, the only thing that you have to do is go to our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast for as low as $5. You can support the show. And when you support the show, you get all kinds of goodies. We got hats. We got mugs. We got shirts. We got all kinds of goodies for your pleasure. So go over to our Patreon and support your boys, www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast. If you're listening to us on Radio Land, on iHeartRadio, uh, Pandora, Twitch, Twitter, uh, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast, you can listen to your boys, support us, um, download the show. Man, we got people all over the world that is listening to your boys, and I am not exaggerating when I show when I say that. Uh, so we're growing. We're getting more impressions, more likes right now. We have 1.3 million impressions online so your boys are making waves uh and we have people looking at us to support the show so share like subscribe go to youtube like our stuff on youtube go to our facebook pages like our stuff on facebook even if you don't like wrestling but you like me and you like lp and you like chef and you like mr everything just support your boys man a little support goes a long way lp you know, we do this each and every Wednesday, my friend. Do you have a final word? What a beautiful people. Oh, man. Um, ah, seem like I say almost something similar almost every time. Well, you say what needs to be said, sir. I don't know. So, like, <clears throat> life is short. If you want it, just go and get it. Life is short. If you want it, just go and get it. Uh, put your dreams in motion. As the great LP would say. Thank you for that final word, my friend. I think my final word for the beautiful people uh, will be mind your business. You know what I'm saying? Mind your business. And when I say mind your business, that means put your mind in your business. You know what I mean? Whatever ways that you can come up uh, with ways to connect with people and service people, uh, to become personable, to put your all into something that you're doing. If you have a business, a small business, or even if you got a little side hustle, mind your business. Know everything about what it takes to make that business work. And if you don't have all the answers and you get help. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to go to experts and people that's been doing stuff for a long time to be able to get you some service. You don't have to know everything, but you have to know everything about everything when it matters. You know what I'm saying? You get, you get what I'm putting down. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Uh, so mind your business, man. You know? Uh, put a lot of hard work into your craft. Put a lot of dedication into your stuff. 
You know what I mean? And if ain't nobody talking to you, they mind your own damn business. <laughs> that is a word from your boy. What you think about that, LPZ? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Definitely, definitely mind your business. Don't be no Karens out there. Is out there. Mind your business, and if you got a small business, mind your business. Dig what I'm saying? Oh man. Thank you for the support, my friend. Listen, you guys can catch us each and every Wednesday. If you want to watch old episodes, just go on YouTube at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast to check out old old episodes. And if you want to listen to us uh and listen to some of our old classic episodes. Uh, you can go on to anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, we put we appreciate each and every one of you supporting us and helping us grow. Uh, we got some big stuff, some big things happening this year with the podcast, man. So just support your boys and support our growth. And uh, we'll be here for you, man. We're going to be, I'm claiming it, we're going to be poised to be one of the biggest Sports news and entertainment podcast. I'm putting it on, putting the stamp on everything. Uh, we got some big stuff coming for you guys, and I'm so excited to be able to share that with you. So just support us on our journey. Check us out, laugh with us. Uh, even if you ain't into wrestling, we got storylines for you. So if you like telenovelas or if you like juicy hood beef, we got you. Your boys got you. And if you want to check out stuff that we got going on, just go to our social medias. Um, it is a pleasure and an honor to be on this show with you, my friend LP. You are a gentleman and a scholar, sir. Beautiful people, thank you for joining us. We will see you next week on the next best day. Wrestling Podcast. Beautiful people, we bid you a day.